What's up, everybody? Welcome to the fifth episode of Parents Under the Stairs. We're back after a week break, which was much needed because we're parents. <laughs> under the stairs. Yeah. Under. Yeah, we actually are under some stairs. We are. We live in the ghetto. Loud. So if you hear some shit, it's probably the stairs. Sorry. Um, this episode is very dear to our hearts because it's going to go deep into our childhood memories of our first horror memories childhood horrors yeah i mean we dive like we dove into the archives for this so i think it's gonna be really nostalgic for us and hopefully for some of you i'll go first okay you go okay i'll bite the bullet um my first pick it's actually a movie we're gonna do some books movies yeah tv shows books movies experiences toys, anything that was part of our childhood that helped us become what we are today as horror fans. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, my pick is Don't Look Under the Bed, and it's a Disney Channel original movie. And its main focus is about this boogeyman, like, playing pranks, but it's the makeup for me that terrifies me. Oh, my God. It just makes you feel uneasy if you're like a little six-year-old like I was when I watched it. It's... Yeah, I got to take a little, a couple little peeks when I came in the room. I didn't really want to watch the whole thing because yeah. it's a it's Disney a, movie. It's a kid's movie, yeah, but yeah. it was horrifying yeah. for what it is. And the effects were interesting. Like They were like... It looked like Night of the Demons, kind of. especially it did. Especially it did. her friend, or the imaginary friend. Looked like a total Night of the Demons character when he was in the pirate costume and stuff. Yeah, their eyes get weird. There's like claws and teeth. And it's enough to make a fucking five-year-old shit their pants. But of course, it's, uh, Disney smooths it over by calling them boogeymen instead of demons. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it even tackles a lot of like horrifying like real-life events like leukemia, death, uh, losing friends, like some tough shit kind of interesting too i looked it up on imdb it's directed by kenneth johnson and he did that uh have you ever heard of that um ufo alien movie uh, tv movie called v he did that um yeah he's just done a lot of weird like little sci-fi movies and stuff so it's just kind of weird that he did a disney horror film good for him yeah he he made it work he did the damn thing so i'm gonna go into something that was the platform for me getting into cinema at all but it was movie books and i didn't start with horror movie books because obviously when i was a child my parents wouldn't buy me something like this because it you know has like slashers and stuff in it but these are like really 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 cool really important especially for kids um i started off with the leonard malton books and I would just, those have every movie, but then I, after a while I'd start seeing like Friday the 13th and Evil Dead reviews in there. So I'd read those over and over and over again until I was like probably 11 or 12, Mom and my mom and dad got me this. Um, so this was my first horror movie book. I After this, I got a few other ones. A really good one was uh, John Stanley's Creature Feature, but these are super cool. Um, I probably wouldn't let too many people hold this because i've taken it into the bathroom so many times but <laughs> it looks well loved also yeah but i mean look at these pictures and like it's just such a good book and like all these books and it's just a really cool way like if you're getting into reading but you're not interested in books you're interested in movies 
Like, this is a really good way to get a movie nerd like me. You know, I was like, when I was really little, I was reading his reviews for Star Wars and Aliens and Indiana Jones, and then eventually led to Friday 13th and Evil Dead. So, very important. You. So, my next one is Goosebumps. Um, the books, yeah, they're like obviously a staple classic. Cute little R.L. Stein did some good shit. <laughs> um, but I was more of this. I'm gonna trail off for a bit and then I'll get back. But he did a book called The Haunting Hour that I just want to give a shout out to that had a it's a little anthology book and I read that like cover to cover like 15 times when I was a kid. But I'm gonna talk about the TV series Goosebumps because there's two in particular that really I watched a lot. Um, the Haunted Mask part one I guess there's like two um so this one my mom actually got for me <clears throat> she got me VHS when I was about five or six and I watched it so many times I loved being scared it would scare the shit out of me didn't it come in those big clamshell cases too yeah. the big plastic ones yes it sure yeah. did um yeah no I remember being very little and being terrified like having feeling like literal anxiety because it that mask was creepy all of the masks in it are creepy and it does a good job at scaring little kids like it's supposed to and it's kind of, it's silly now I rewatched it recently and it, it's fun um the second Goosebumps one is the Werewolf of Fever Swamp which um, I got this at a book fair. I didn't read the book because I just wanted the VHS because I was curious. I was very much into horror at that time and the haunted mask scared me so much. I figured I bet this is going to be good too. And it was. I watched that quite a bit as well because I wasn't allowed to have horror in the house. So this was as close as I could get and being able to watch it as much as I wanted. Yeah, that show was pretty entertaining um i was getting a little bit like when it came out i was just on the age where i was too old to read the books and i think like the show was just like a little too young for me but i'd still yeah. watch it because it was horror and it had it still had werewolves and mummies and stuff in it so i'd stick around for that stuff i just was always kind of bummed out that like the main characters were under the age of 10 sometimes i was just like oh, i can't I relate know. to this as a teenager now there's some really scary shit though uh, slappy that fucking mm -hmm. dummy i fucking hated that dude and some of the special effects are, are really good they're silly they're yeah they're cute like, i like that the makeup and and the costumes are well done. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, I remember this one too, where this kid turns into like a alien, I guess. And he's like, if you can't beat him, join him, because he's trying to fight them the whole time. <laughs> and then he just morphs into this fucking dragon. Oh, and it, it was it was good effect for the time. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, a lot of variety with goosebumps for mm -hmm. sure. And the theme song though. Um, my next one is going to be a memory, and that's and movies in a way but uh it's gonna be when i so my parents didn't let me watch horror films when i was growing up so i had two neighbors one of them was my best friend and one of them was just kind of one of the neighbors the homies. But, yeah um but so my best friend we went trick-or-treating and we came home and they were playing uh chucky on tv and I had never been more excited in my life. And I was like, dude, we got to watch this while we eat our candy. And he's like, nah, I've already seen it. So let's just, uh, let's just play Sega or something. And I was like, God damn. So like that glimpse of Chucky that I saw really kickstarted my mind. And I was like, oh man, I got to see those. And then 
that other neighbor I was telling you about, his mom would let him watch anything. He was like, he was in fifth grade, but like she, he watched Playboy Channel all night. It was crazy. <laughs> and uh, but we went over there, me and my brother, and we watched Terminator Two. And I think that might have been the first gore scene I've ever seen. Is when the knife hand goes up through the milk jug and then up through the back of the dude's head and i was like fuck like i was almost scared but at the same time i was like i gotta see the rest of this movie so yeah watching movies at friend's house is a big deal i remember i was too afraid to stay the night at friend's house most of the time but my friends would have like sleepover parties and watch the craziest they watch jason goes to hell which i think is like the most sexual and gory jason movie if you watch the right version and like they come home, come back from the sleepover, telling me about it. I'm like, fuck! My imagination was just going. Like <laughs> I really, really wanted to see all of it. Speaking of friends' houses, I have a best friend, Carly. Shout out to Carly. We used to watch Scream at her house all the time because her mom had the best DVD collection, and that was just one where I was like, we gotta watch it again. We and we did. Yeah. We fucked with it. That was one of the earlier horror films I, I think I saw too because it came out on VHS and somehow it was in my house. My parents aren't really that into horror, but either they rented it or my older brother who was living with me at the time rented it. And like yeah, a lot of kids were talking about Scream when it came out. That mask I think was really catching for children. Yeah, I was the ghost face in third grade, but you <laughs> pressed this little heart pump and then your face bled. It was fucking cool. Nice. I had a, um, I forgot what movie it was from, but I bought a Jason mask. My parents got me a Jason mask for Halloween before I had even seen any Jason movies and part of the mask was missing like on the corner. It was all beat up. So I forgot what movie that it was from, but it was just funny that I was Jason, but I didn't even know who he was. I just I have that tattoo actually, where he's oh, missing yeah. his mask. Oh, I know which one it is. It's um, it's the one where he's all zombified, uh, like the seventh one. Yeah. I think yeah. So. Cool. All right. So I see you now. Okay. So mine is a TV show that scared the shit out of me. Um, it was actually a show in the '90s, but they replayed reruns on Sci-Fi. Rewinds. Rewinds. <laughs> Reruns on sci-fi a lot. You're so. really going back to childhood. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so this came on after school and I knew what time it was on. It was always on at 3.30 and it would always be like a couple minutes in before I could watch it. But um, it's beyond belief, fact or fiction. And they have these stories where it's like two are true and one's fake or like two are fake and one's true. And you kind of got to guess which one it is but there's this one episode in particular that i literally jumped and screamed and it's called mirror of truth and it's kind of like this twilight zone episode but this chick gets cursed and she thinks she's fucking decaying and her she's turning ugly but it's the reveal at the end of the episode where she looks in the mirror and her fucking eyes are popping out of her head her skin looks like it's fucking drying up and gray and it's makes you uneasy and i fucking screamed and i almost started crying because it was so Let terrifying me fact no it was fiction <laughs> i think they even mentioned that it was like kind of based on the twilight zone oh okay because then the doctor's like i can't do anything for you and she had a completely normal face mm. it was just like she saw her personality in her face and she was a fucking raging bitch so that's why she looked hideous yeah, Twilight Zone was a big one when I was a kid, too, but it wasn't scary or anything, so I wouldn't throw it on this list, but definitely really cool stories. When you're a kid, those stories were really special. 
Um, my next one is going to be Aliens. The, everything about it. Aliens. And I was obsessed with aliens in general. Like just aliens. Extraterrestrial beings. I would go to the library at my uh, elementary school and look for the UFO books. And I was just obsessed. But then I saw Star Wars. Which was a huge deal. But then I saw Alien. And this movie was like one of the few horror films because I, I think it's more horror than it is um, more horror than it is sci-fi but ooh, yeah, I know what you're getting um, but and I have a garage full of alien toys I was going to bring them out maybe I'll do like a mini video for QVC of all my toys but yeah there's the, the alien blow that we have but uh, <laughs> yeah but I was obsessed with everything alien related I had a bunch of alien toys and I play aliens on the playground. I was always Ripley because she was because she had shaved head, and I did too. Um, yeah, I, I saw Alien Resurrection in theaters. I think that was the only when I mom and dad took me that that one. So that was cool. And I draw aliens all the time, and the blood everywhere and stuff is probably a little disturbing for my parents at such a young age. But it's just such a good series. I even like the not so good ones, like uh, Alien Resurrection and Alien Three and stuff. Good stuff. My next pick is a cartoon, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, particularly one episode that was really, really struck me is this one where there's these zombies and they're like d movie directors. One actually looks like Woody Allen. Is that the one? Woody Allen with the glasses. Yeah, the dude that like married his daughter. Yeah, that's yeah. Woody Allen. Yeah, he looks like Woody Allen, but it scared the shit out of me because. They're trying to make this movie or whatever, and Courage is like, what the fuck, dude? You're zombies. And it was just, it was scary, like, the way they're drawn and, like, their whole, all their, all the shit they're doing. But another one is this Barber episode. Um, it's the main character, Muriel, um, her nephew, I believe. And he's just creepy, and he, like, just wants to give people haircuts all the time. And he shaves the dog and, like, <laughs> leaves the tail furry, like, weird shit. And then there's, like, the episode ends with him, like, in a straitjacket because he's, like, fucking criminally insane. But that barber was also fucking creepy Creep. as hell please watch that show because i've seen clips of it and it looks so good it's so funny it's it's really good it kind of reminds me of like that was like your generation's ren and stimpy which is what i watched yeah. where she was like if you maybe saw like ads for it it wasn't that bad but then like when you actually watch the show it's like every episode has something really gross in it yeah when you were watching the episode with the teeth yeah i was like ew why <laughs> the root fairy i hated that <laughs> yeah so yeah cool good pick um and i'm gonna go on to like scary cartoons too um and just stuff that my parents would get me from the library because library's free renting movies it costs money so we go to the library get as much stuff as you want for like a week so mom would take us there and get us books and movies and that would keep us kind of entertained for the week but sometimes she picked some stuff that was maybe not <laughs> you didn't have the internet to look it up ahead of time so even though it was kids movies like she got us this one and my brother and i ran out of the room because it was a pirate movie and a pirate got decapitated and it was really cartoony like there was no blood just the head flew off but we screamed and ran out of the room 
But another one that was really terrifying. Actually, I think this one was a rental. Or maybe it was library, but um, it was Watership Down. Have you ever seen that one? I've heard of it. It's a cartoon about bunnies, but it's it's more adult. It's based the story is very adult. It's kind of based on like a hierarchy of like of, of rabbits and stuff. It's a metaphor for things. I don't really remember it too well, so I can't tell you what that metaphor was or anything. But what I do remember is there's massive amounts of blood and gore in that cartoon. Like, these rabbits are getting their stomachs cut open, they're bleeding from the eyes. It's just like, just it's a hellscape of, like, rabbit slaughter. Um, because they're on a farm, I think. I think the dogs, like, get at them at one point. There's one part where there's, like, a rabbit war, I think. I don't remember everything, but I just remember the so bloody. I'll be playing that shit down in the corner, so <laughs> you can that see what I'm talking horrifying. about. horrifying. I don't think my brother and I screamed and ran out of the room for that one but instead we were just like and then mom just comes in she's stirring a bowl you know hey what are you yeah so watership down and other scary cartoons and things there was also another one where these kids got kidnapped in a junkyard which was kind of scary my next pick is the reason why I have trust issues. Um, there's this evil, scary pop-up computer game thing. Or not a game. Yeah, well, there's games, well, it, too. Where yeah, it starts with a game. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, like, follow this thing. I don't know. It kind of makes you seem like you're playing it, but you're really not. And then just some this, like, fucking demon creature pops up. But my first fucking encounter with one of these fucking pop-up things was my cousin Kenny who recently passed away RIP he like tricked me and my brother and we were like little kids I was in first grade John was in third grade and he's like oh I got this email you guys have to come help me find this like picture and he's like giving us this whole backstory and it's just like a nice like suburban kitchen and it's like oh you gotta find this ghost in this kitchen because it's like an old civil war veteran thing and we're like oh my god cool and he's like he put headphones on us cranked the volume all the way up he's like you can't you can't see it far you have to put your face right up to the computer and our nose was touching the screen and just loud as fuck this little demon like jumps up and me and john like we were both crying we were not okay we cried for like 20 minutes and yeah that's why i stopped fucking i never watched anything like that again because anytime someone put something on and was like you gotta watch this i was like fuck you no i'm not the time they got me was when uh it was just an image and then somebody was like Hey, look really close. It's like a magic eye. You just have to like adjust your eyes to see it. So I'm just like, like trying to adjust my eyes and there's music playing in the background. And I'm like, why is there music? And all of a sudden, ah! it's like the face pops up and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Not okay. Yeah. <laughs> Those were horrifying. And then of course the one with the driving and mm-hmm. weird shit. Yeah. yeah. Those fuck those things. My next one is going to be a haunted house that my dad took me to uh, when I was pretty young. I think I was probably middle school, possibly. But we showed up and there was no one there. But there was a real rotting deer head on a stick saying, come back at this time. So we came back and it was popping when we got back. And it was in a... uh, like if you've ever had those like uh, portable units at schools, you know those? 
the out the outside units. Those little trailers. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like made of a bunch of those put together. And we went in and it was crazy because it was one of my first haunted houses, but they were actually touching people, but not hard. But like, I remember they were reaching through bars and like poking at you and shoving us a little bit. And I was like, dang, that's scary. And, um, the part that really threw me over is they were like handing us like rotten meat, like eyeballs and stuff through the, um, through the bars and the stuff like that. It was gross. I remember there was one part where you had to like crawl under a picnic table, like in a hallway, which was really, really claustrophobic. Um, but then that was also the first time I got chased out with a chainsaw, which is basically a staple for any haunted house now. But back then, holy shit, that was cool. <laughs> that reminds me of that haunted house you were obsessed with when we first started dating. McKamey Manor and Blackout. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the one that turned into like a boot camp. Yeah, no, it's like they're literally gonna, it's like hostile. Yeah, <laughs> just like a boot camp. Yeah, okay, my next pick is an actual book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Heck yeah. Yeah, this book, there's like three of them. I rented all of them, or not rented, <laughs> I checked them all out from the library. But we had this little room in our house where it was like a hallway. It was my room on one end and my brother's room on the other. And there was a bathroom in the middle. But you could close either side of the doors and it'd black out this hallway. And we had a little closet on the inside. So we'd always like go in there and just like fucking scare each other and shit. So me and my friends would go in there and like just do kid shit to scare ourselves. But we'd read some shit, just tell scary stories. And this book just terrified me there's one story called harold and there's like a picture of him and he's like a scarecrow and he is not okay he scares the shit out of me and that had the one where the girl had the scarf around her neck her whole life and her husband asks when she's really old like why haven't you ever taken the scarf off and she's like okay i'll do it and her head falls off yeah i don't know if it's in that one it might be in the second one okay i'm not sure if that was scary stories told in the dark if, if you know which what that's from, let us know. But um, that freaked me out. I remember my mom read me that when I was a kid, and I think she, she, when she read that, she was like, "Why did I read that?" To me? What the? <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has a bunch of scary ones. Or like, it has a couple of the urban legends, like the high beams one, where he's like, "Oh, there's someone in your car." And when I read that, I was like, "Oh my god!" Or like the hook where it's like an escaped mental patient or something, and he like is. Hang on. All I remember there being is one book. So uh, it's crazy that there's that much material. There, yeah, know. there's yeah. a lot. And it might even be in the first, second, or third one. And I you, think there's three. You saw the movie recently, too. Did you like it? Yeah, me and Thomas watched it. Um, I didn't hate it. You didn't hate it? Yeah, it was, it was cute, I guess. It was PG-13. I think yeah. if it was R, it could have been a lot better. Yeah. Because there's terrifying shit in that book. That's the kind of thing, though. It's like... This is from our childhood, and now we're all grown up. Why not just make it rated R? You exactly. know what I mean? Like, with all of this stuff, I don't see what the point of... When you're doing, like, nostalgia stuff, just make it R, because it's nostalgia. It's made for adults who are looking back on their childhood. I don't know. Anyway, I'm done with that rant. I will go into the first horror film that I saw at my house... Um, I snuck downstairs, uh, you remember how AMC had, like, the Halloween Fright Nights or whatever, like, every single night, they, or all day they'd play horror movies, like, all month in October, 
Well, I got to see Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4 all the way through, except it was probably kind of censored by Edited AMC. for TV. Yeah, but like... I was so scared that my parents were going to come down and see me watching this. Like, in retrospect, there's really nothing in this that I feel like they'd even get mad about. Like, if they walked in on it, it's, like, not even that bad. But I was pretty scared. And, like, I think it was, like, yeah, it was probably a couple days before Halloween. I was just super hyped on horror. I hadn't gotten into collecting yet. Um, This is part of my big Nightmare on Elm Street box set that is, like, a big deal to me. Because I got that when I was, like, 16. But... Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. In the middle of the night, just hiding from my parents in the basement watching it. It's still my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street after the first one, probably because of that. Nice. Mine's Freddy vs. Jason. Because <laughs> I, w- I saw it young. I loved it. I'll think French Stewart when I made that face. Okay. Okay. My last pick is Signs by M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. And particularly, it's like, it's a good movie. Like, aliens, I don't fuck with aliens and never have. It's but, a little Christy at the end, for, yeah. in my opinion. But Well, he's a minister. Yeah. His father. Yeah. <laughs> um, but particularly where they're sharing videos of, like, everyone's, like, taking videos back in the day and, like, submitting them. And Joaquin's in the fucking closet watching this shit. And the alien reveals itself. Another time I screamed and was like, oh my god, because it scared the shit out of me. Was that, in th- were you watching that in theaters? No, I was watching it in my room on my bunk bed. Uh, it was on, it was on TNT too, yeah. Uh, and I was man. like, oh my god. Yeah, and then that birthday, the birthday party scene. Yeah. Well, that's oh, that's it. Oh, about. he's watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember he has the TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And there's another jump scare too, I think, like where the alien walks or they're like looking under the door. With the and, knife? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That part I remember creeping me out. I saw that in theaters. Um my dad loved M. Night Shyamalan. He does not like horror films that much. But he loves M. Night Shyamalan. And uh he took us to Six Sense, Signs, and Unbreakable, and I think we didn't see the village because yeah, because it's the village. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> did you see or did you like know Bruce Willis was a ghost? Did I? No, I had not seen that coming. Seeing that twist in theaters was pretty freaking crazy, honestly. I'm jealous. I was like, the whole theater, I feel like there was like a, like an audible like gasp when it revealed. Everyone's like, <gasps> see, 50 I bet there was one guy that was like, that I knew me. it. <laughs> yeah, no, 51st Dates ruined that for me because like Drew Barrymore watches it every single day because she forgets she watches it. So she's like, I can't believe Bruce Willis was a ghost. And I was like, you fucking bitch. Mm. Now I can't watch it. How do you know she wasn't watching Die Hard, though? (laughs) Uh, My last one, I know that I'm going with Seven, which is against the rules, but it's just an honorable mention. And that's going to be Doom, the video game, the original. Uh, That's back in the day when you could, like, download free demos off of weird websites and stuff um there wasn't even like a a internet interface there was like just a list of things and you click on it and it would download it would take like a day but we got the doom demo and my dad let me learn how to use keyboard and mouse and learn how to play computer and it was like the first time i've seen blood and video games it was one of the first times i've even seen video games because we didn't really have a system at the time and it was just crazy like going through this like hell world and and just 
decimating, turning people into piles of guts and shit, like at such a young age. I remember there was a while when they were like, yeah, you can't play that anymore. It's too bloody. But it didn't last long before we got Doom 2 and started modding it and stuff. It was just, it was a fun time. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, I think I already did with Goosebumps when I mentioned the haunting hour. Because mm. that book, like like I said, I've read it so many times. Because like, there's this one particular story where this kid goes to like a, a party and time reverses when they're dancing. And they tried to reverse time, but he went back too far. And he remembers everything from like the day he was born and he's stuck as a baby. Ooh, that oh. just sounds angering. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, but besides that, um, I don't think so. Cool. Well, that about sums it up. Uh, that's a lot of good memories. It was a nice trip down memory lane. And um, yeah, check us out. We got a uh, social media. You can go on the Quality Violence Cinema group. Uh, we have Discord. Just go on our on our social medias, and there's links everywhere. We've been kind of just like flooding it with links to our stuff so yeah check out quality violence cinema i'm ian i'm presley and thanks for watching